And welcome, Fernando. And welcome, Victoria Mitzi. How are you? Yes. I am I collecting it's a big, myself. Big day. Is it a big, big day? No. It isn't. Oh, we're not talking about that. Uh, might be. It's <laughs> been a Dolly Parton day. And I'm in the avocado. You are allowed to, not allowed to pass judgment. Okay, I'm not passing judgment on the avocado. What is it called? An hoodie? No, an hoodie. Hoodie. It is, I mean, I can't tell you how vile that garment is. <laughs> Do you hate these kind of things? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it just sums up our lazy, slobby, nobody can be bothered age. Oh, no, 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 it really isn't that. You're reading it wrong. This oh, is a southwestern hoodie where... Oh. People wear it when they come out of the sea and out of beachy things. So it's for the transition no, from people swimming. People don't wear it. Scumbags wear it to go <gasps> out for tea. You can't make me a scumbag on my special no, day. No, only if you only if you wear it to go to the supermarket or go out for tea or something. No, I never do. I wear it to talk to you. Ah, oh, well, that's all right then. Yeah. Okay. Well, coming from the non-coolest person in Plymouth. I take I mean, my hat off. You're really off. not the coolest person in Plymouth. I know, it's hard to believe. But I do mm. take my hat off to the person who has been voted. Friend of the podcast, <laughs> Louise Charland, national recognised author. Um, and now a Plymouth hero. So that's good. What are we talking Yay. about this week? Um, today we're talking about porn stars in a travel lodge <laughs> and a man who's... I think he's got two sex dolls and one apparently has become jealous of the other. Unless I've misunderstood the story. <laughs> That's correct. The coolest, 2023. 51 people who make Plymouth the coolest city. Are you not in Plymouth's top 53? That's humiliating for you. It really is, but at the same time, let's see who is. Oh, you wonder if they're all, they all be Janners. Oh, look, there's Louise. Well done, Louise. Um, and who are these other dudes? Jess Strain, textile designer. Ed Tapper, poet and photographer. <gasps> Here I am, Victoria Mitzi. <laughs> <laughs> Un unpopular and unloved podcast hostess. <laughs> what does she Playwright and Plymouth laureate of words. Oh, this is all quite good. I like this. Artists. Okay, that that's fine. If they're all poets and artists, I don't mind. Louise, crime writer, yay! Matt Thomas, poet and artist. Okay, right. I'm quite pleased about this, that they've they've lauded all these poets and artists. I'll read that later, shall I? I was just, I was ready to get jealous of all the other broadcasters. There aren't any. <laughs> there aren't any broadcasters here. <laughs> so, so you don't need to get jealous for once. Well done, you. Look at me. It must be a new year. It must be new year, new mitts. <laughs> yeah, new fucking crisis. You must be grumpy. <laughs> Same old bits. Well done, Louise Chartland. That's a fabulous achievement. It is. And I like the fact that it's all arty people. And it is. there is quite an art scene down here. Not just a shart scene, which I'm very <laughs> much a part of. It, it's arty, not sharty. <laughs> well, welcome to our podcast. I know people hate rambling intros, so um, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I'm Victoria Mitzi. I'm Ben Ando. I'm a cat owner, a journalist. I'm a journalist. And I do a boring job that I don't talk about. I've got, um, I used to be a journalist. I was a BBC ITN 
I worked for Sky, worked for Channel 4 um, for 30 years. But then in, since 2019, I've been running a little hobby business, making model railway items and just kind of chilling out, really, and enjoying myself, enjoying my frail dotage. Please don't tell us you've been chillaxing. I have been chillaxing. I thought that word might have died with 2020. You don't hear it very much now, do you? Thank fuck for that. Even for people wearing oodies, they don't chillaxing. <laughs> do you hear anyone saying chillaxing? I can't think of the last time I heard anybody say it. Is this us sticking to the topic? I think it's a shit word. No wonder people don't say it. They feel stupid saying it. It's one of those words that had a very short shelf life. Did it? People are oh, it's now Netflix and chill. Has that <laughs> well, gone too? Netflix and chill just basically means come around for a fuck, doesn't it? Why don't they just say that? Well, exactly. Why don't they? But did, 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 does chillaxing mean the same thing? Do you want to come around and chillax? Does that mean you want to come around and have a fuck? I don't think so. Don't go no, around. Don't, don't go don't around to someone's means. house expecting. The I don't think thing. it means that either, which is why I think it's a different meaning. I think Netflix and chill means different to chillax. Yes, it does. You're quite right. Um, and you. you should say neither. Because um, I'm so but, down with the kids. But if somebody says one and you mean another, that could be quite funny. Denied. <laughs> Hey, 28 porn stars booked themselves into Travel Lodge and it caused absolute chaos. Talking of Netflix and chill. Yeah, they were really unchilled, these people. Yes. <laughs> Indie 100 is the news platform that I got sent this on. Is that um, independent? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> so these, these so 28 porn stars had actually originally booked this mansion, a £10,000 mansion which had a hot tub and a pool in order to film adult content as i believe it's known and um i've seen I've, I've seen stuff on like instagram where there are now in the states there are these porn tours where hmm. female porn stars go on tour to hotels across the states and they invite fans along to and what they call it create content which basically basically means have sex with them and these guys pay oh. for tickets to go and create content with these porn stars. Oh, is that like... And I don't understand hmm. how that's not prostitution. Oh, good point. But they're paying for tickets. Okay, yeah. T a ticket what, to bone. Do you remember It's Annabelle... a ticket to ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. They might just stand in the queue and get nowhere if she's <laughs> had enough. Stand in the queue. What, fapping themselves? <laughs> not their proudest fap. <laughs> Waiting for the fluffer who doesn't turn up. Yes, fluffer on the set, please. The ticket ticket holders are losing wood. Fluffer, all they get is Fluffy the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Um, do you remember Annabelle? Was she Annabelle Chong? Annabelle Chong. I have no idea who Annabelle Chong is. I think she went for the. How <laughs> I know this? I have no idea. She went for the record gangbang of gangbang people oh that does ring a bit of a bell now okay and she dong, had chong. people <laughs> ding dong ding dong you <laughs> don't get any chong <laughs> uh, it's a singaporean former pornographic actress i think that that ruined her and um, who became famous after starring in an adult film that's promoted as the world's biggest gangbang mitzi has it correct <laughs> wow. um so those blokes just turned up and queued yeah. But they didn't pay in. Is is your thing? But did they get a very should... specific period of time, like th like ten thrusts and they're out, sort of thing? I mean, oh, did they have yeah. to keep going until they popped and she had to wait for that? Let's see how it goes. 
how do I find that out? How long do you get with Annabelle Chong? Is that (laughs) (laughs) how long down the Chong with your schlong? How long is your schlong going Chong? (laughs) Um, So was that prostitution? I don't know. Should we get back to topic with the travel lodge? Poor people. So they booked this £10,000 mansion, but the owner, when he realised what was going on, told them to get out. They then attempted to find another, in inverted commas, elegant place to film for this classy content, but were stuck in the snow. So, and I don't think snow's a euphemism there. I think they really mean actual snow. When they when they called for a plough, everyone got confused. <clears throat> yes. So eventually they booked themselves into a travel lodge at the Cobalt Business Park in Newcastle. Oh, by the way, what is a group of porn people called? Oh, gosh, a collection of porn people. Is, is it a, a jizz of porn stars? Didn't they refer to them as a crew? A, like a, the a, so a solid crew. crew. Porn stars. <laughs> a, a spaff of 28 porn stars. <laughs> A spunk of them. A spunk of porn stars. Look, you lot, jizzies. Jizzeds. Jizzy jizz. (laughs) Sorry, had to interject Um, on that one. Come shot of 28 porn stars. Okay, so what happened next then? Um, So they went to to Travel Lodge where apparently bosses were up in arms, to use that quite great journalistic phrase, when they became aware that all the X-rated material was being filmed. The models are said to have posed in locations like the elevators, by which we mean lifts, of course, in the UK, and hallways as families stayed there for holiday breaks. I can imagine there were a few irate wives telling their husbands to get back in the room and stop looking more. You may be entirely judgmental there, and the wives (laughs) might have been enjoying themselves tremendously. They might have been. An image showed seven women dressed in lingerie on one bed, and one of the models with the name Lacey Amour. Lacey which is a great porn Amour. Star name. She's the Hold only us, one that we adore. Oh, Lacey Amour <laughs> broke my heart. Now I'm making for you. <laughs> Told the son they would. That was Dollar, wasn't it? it was, yeah. <laughs> Top hits. David Van Day and Therese Bazaar. <laughs> God. If you're under 40, you won't know what we're on about. No. Any, well, have we got any listeners who are under 40? I doubt it. Doubt it. And if, um, if they were, they've gone now. They certainly wouldn't know what Netflix and Chill was. Um, who told the son they would... One of the models called Lacey Amour told the son they were just trying to do their jobs, which isn't specified as that's hand jobs, blow jobs, rim jobs. <laughs> Bobber jobs. Now, according to the BBC... <laughs> Job. Blobber Gobber job. Travel Lodge is considering taking legal action as they were unaware the adult performers were filming. They said they didn't have proper authorization to film, and she and a Travel Lodge spokesperson said, We will have no hesitation in terminating any future bookings and taking legal action if we believe an individual is in breach of our terms and conditions. So I I, mean, I, I sometimes stay in Travel Lodge. I, I don't know, their T's and C's said you shall not film porn on our Disgusting. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't. If I was on my way down for my full English <laughs> and I bumped into that, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. What would you do? T- their T's and C's say no T and A. <laughs> what would you do if you saw seven lacy ladies? What if I walked past a door and it happened to be open and I saw a porn star on a bed being sorted out? Mm. Um, I don't know. I'd probably just think, oh, that's put me right off my English breakfast. I know. It would put us off it. I, I, I wouldn't look at my. Breakfast. I wouldn't look at my um, toad in the hole the same way. I I, I won't be having a badly packed kebab for breakfast. (laughs) 
Oh, although you might be if you decided to enter the hotel room. Well, boom, boom. I like the fact that they got slung out of everywhere. I've got this like mental image of all these porn stars having their like underwear thrown out after them. <laughs> porn stars all sort of queued around a bus stop. Sort of, you know, <laughs> in it's like Plymouth. Porn finery. That's what any normal bus stop in Plymouth looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, a man who has an intimate relationship with a doll says his partner felt threatened and didn't understand. Did you know that? I did. I'm looking at it. A man who's in an intimate relationship with a doll, he's named Karina. <laughs> Lacey Karina. <laughs> says his partner initially felt threatened by it. Funny that. You wouldn't think someone was a total nut job, would you? So, I love the way the only name this guy has is Aussie Rod. We're going to start calling <laughs> you Benny Rod. And we're Rod. told it's not his real name. <laughs> he bought the doll in October 2021 after going through what he described as a bit of a dry spell physically. I wonder why, weirdo. He said, I hadn't touched a girl in two years. It all got a bit strange and distant. He had recently started a relationship with a woman he met online, unfortunately. And this is unfortunate. She lived more than 5,000 kilometres away, meaning the two hadn't yet had a chance to meet in the flesh. But is is that a relationship or is it just like an online dating thing? I mean, if you've not actually met somebody, can you even say you're in a relationship with them? I've got to say that people who even meet other people are sometimes in fantasy relationships. I think the levels of reality in relationships are quite dubious sometimes. <laughs> So Rod turns to the internet where he said he discovered the world of sex dolls. He admitted initially he found it all quite new and scary as it was something he never knew existed. Yeah, right, Rod, pull the other one. I think he's it's been got pulling synthetic it. bells on it. He was pulling it so, for a while. 3,000 Australian dollars later, Rob was the proud owner of his very own life-size doll. How much is that in quid? I don't know. About 1,500 quid maybe? I think about two, two, two Australian dollars oh, a pound. Cheaper than I thought. After naming the doll Karina Lovely, Rob said he soon began to feel more than the physical benefits of owning it. She made a great back roller. I had something that required (laughs) care and maintenance and improvement in a feminine way. It was nice. So he he got into portrait photography using Karina as his model. He would dress it up, style the hair, and he even set up a special Instagram account, which now has more than 11,000 followers. So about, I don't know... 11,000 times more than we have on Instagram. <laughs> we don't but, have any. Yeah, this, this we won't, don't do this, that. This won't surprise you, Mitz. It mm. hasn't all been plain sailing. <laughs> <laughs> about, oh, do tell um, me about the downside of this. Oh, here we go. About a month after purchasing Karina, Rod broke the news to his human partner, who apparently wasn't best pleased. Is this the one he hadn't met? Yes. It's all going wrong for Rod. It. And she didn't understand. She said she felt threatened and was wondering why. Oh, these fucking bitches. They don't get it, do they? The doll was just keeping him company. And she soon saw how important Karina was to him. She saw what I was doing with the photos and the media and accepted it in the end. And Rod, wow, this this is really out there, Aussie Rod. Rod has since even introduced his 85 year old mother to the doll, who also accepted the doll as part of Rod's life. And he's now been offered a job taking photos of dolls from manufacturer in China. And his partner is right beside him. Hey, ben. She's really happy to support me, he said. She's really excited that I got the factory guy. I bet she is. <laughs> she's, she's rubbing her hands with glee there, isn't she? <laughs> this uh, is your we, new line in, in uh, models. Yeah. So he's a sex doll photographer. Oh, well, I suppose it's better than being a wedding photographer. 
Okay, Is do you it? know what it reminds Yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? Have Go you on. heard about that Russian doll, mummified doll person? No. Oh, my God. A psychiatric evaluation determined that Moskvin, he's like a pop star, he's just got one name, had a form of paranoid schizophrenia. In May 2012, he was sentenced to court-ordered psychiatric evaluation and has since been held in a psychiatric hospital after the corpse of murder victim Olga Chardimova, aged 10, was one of the 29 he dug up and turned into mummified dolls. Ooh, that's that's not at all creepy, is it, or weird? Nope, and if you see the photos that they took, they're even weirder. You, That's a must, Google. Do you know what? I'm not even going to look at that. I don't want to see that. I'm going to let that lie. I'm, anyway, I'm that's what it reminds me of, creepy doll people. But have yeah. you also noticed that... Um, doll people are usually male. I've never seen, because there are quite a lot of those kind of Channel 5 documentaries about falling in love with your doll Sex with night. bad tights on. Yeah, let's face it. It's never women, is it? It's always lonely masturbators falling in love with female. But what is it that makes a man want to be with a doll more than a woman? Um, I mean, there are the, the only male dolls I know of is Ken. And Ken hasn't even got anything <laughs> downstairs, has he? No, but if he did DIY, I'd be it's a loving just... partner for him. It's just a desert down there. <laughs> the same can be said for some people who aren't dolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe if they should actually produce a Ken doll that is anatomically correct. Well, the massive penis. Well, yeah, you, you could maybe make it like out of some kind of, I don't know, like rubber. And then you could press a button on the back that would cause it to inflate with air or something. And it was sort of like you could give him an erection. New new erectile Ken. So, <laughs> but I think, it, you know, women want to be wined and dined, Ben. There's something you don't understand. Well, they want to be wined and dined by their sex dolls. <laughs> yeah. I think if you could get a sex doll. No, actually, no, hang on a second. Women don't need sex dolls. Women have vibrators. And let's face it, but every woman I know owns a vibrator. I love the fact that you say owns. That made me think, do, do they just have a stash of them that they don't use or... Do men have? Um, men don't have vibrators very often. No, but there's isn't there that thing called a what is it? A love torch or something? It's like um have like a real a, torch. Like basically, it's like a sort of a tube that has like silicon on the inside, and you lube it up, and then sort of wank yourself off with it. Oh yeah, I know, but what that is shit. I a mean, love torch. What do you do? What do I do? Do you have a thing what? to do it for you? What a girlfriend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> If you self pleasure, which is no, very healthy and it's very I don't recommended, need other than my trusty right hand. There you go. But why would you need anything else if you're a man but, or a but, woman? Oh, so why does that, well these men obviously buy sex dolls because it's not enough for them, is it? Oh, I see. Oh, maybe I could go to the next level. <laughs> what would be the next level? <laughs> a sex doll. Yeah, you okay. We get I'm not parting with that amount of money just to see if I like it because I don't think I will. And now I can't stop thinking about that Moskin person, <laughs> so it's all gone to pot. <laughs> hey, uh, I wanted to ask you quickly about resolutions. If you have any, my New Year's resolution. Hmm. Uh, I don't have, I don't think I've ever made a new well, I haven't made since I stopped smoking about 25 years ago. I've never bothered with New Year's resolutions. I just want to do what I want to do. And if I don't want to do it, I don't do it. Mm, I know, I do. But then it doesn't kind of rock you into the next year with full oh, What are your New Year's flounce. resolutions then? Mm, I sort of said to myself that I'd be drinking more water and doing things to sort of try and be a bit healthier. But it hasn't mm. happened. Oh, that's boring. 
It is a bit boring. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I did. Can, I can literally feel people tuning out of this podcast with your boring New Year's resolution. Oh my god, that's so mean. I thought it'd be so it was more exciting. Um. Yeah. Uh, there was. I was going to seize the day and like getting your. I don't know. Getting getting a tattoo or something. Oh, a tattoo. I see. My daughter gave me my first tattoo. I think we know that, but I don't think we know that you had a top up. Yeah, I did have. To, I had to have a top up because there's bits where she wanted to increase the shading, so she did, and I'm very, very happy with it now. You more shady mixer. now? My gorgon. Is that why you're so hard to get hold of the pod? Uh, yes, it is. I, I, I'm going I've to call got, you I've the fat some... shady. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got so many fingers now in so many pies. <laughs> you wait. You wait. The shocker. I'll get you. Who says that on a? Is a cartoon. Oh, I'll get you Henry Higgins. That's um, uh, my fair lady, isn't it? Oh, no, you and mean then, I then, meant I'll have like you top butler. Cat. I'll have you butler was um, on the buses. I hate you, butler. I hate you. Blakey, the inspector. That's a bit before me, but that sounds like something you'd really like. Oh, one in the pink, two in the stink. <laughs> <laughs> that was Hang actually on, related to Ben's You said one in, the, one in the pink, two in the stink, isn't it? Two in the pink, one in the stink. Not with me. Depending on how big your pink and stink are. <laughs> I've got a massive stink. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got anything else to talk about? No, no, that's it. That's my Is that us done? Oh, good. yeah. Something I want to talk about in the future is Go that on. Mark Williams Thomas is um, has been saying quite a lot on social media about serial killer Peter Tobin and his how many people he killed because he uh-huh. suggested to us he often goes back to like Madeleine McCann. He goes back to it and so, and he sticks to his stories. And I think he's saying some really interesting stuff. So I'd like to talk about Peter Tobin if we can. Yes. And I've been watching the Colleen Rooney, Rebecca Vardy documentary. Have you seen documentary any of that? Documentary or drama? Oh, it's a documentary. Uh huh. No, I haven't seen any of that. Featuring fact, not, Priscilla Coleman's drawings. I interest. Oh, right. Oh, in that case, I might watch it then. Yeah. If it's, got, if it's got Priscilla in it. It's actually quite... I'd like to know what you think, because I just think it's completely... I don't know why they've given Rebecca Vardy so much so much of a platform, because it doesn't make sense. It's quite interesting. Not as Maybe she's the one who helped them make it. She's like trying to talk through these lips the whole time. She's got these very right. big lips. You didn't let me finish podcast at gmail.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Okay, bye. Bye.